Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White for Arden Roof Systems. There's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Morning, boys. Good morning. Morning. Hey, how was the fight on on Saturday night? Oh, it was, it was Little good. Juan. Little Juan. Little Juan. No, no. No, Giant Jim was, uh, was, he was an announcer. Forth. Ring announcer. Sometimes he's Giant Jim. Sometimes he's Little Juan, the Chinese wrestler. I thought you were supposed to fight this. Like, now that you're Little Juan, is, was uh, the transformation complete? Not until November. No, not until November 3rd. Still got to Talk up your bomb and sent you out. I thought that was it. <laughs> no, no, no. He's got to get the shunt ready. <laughs> All right. Okay. So your first fight as Little Juan is November third. Okay. Here in Edmonton. Ed. All right. Spanish lessons continue. By the way, with James P. White, we're going to get everybody ready to make a basic order at a local Mexican restaurant. There we go. It's fun for everyone. <laughs> giving away tool tickets this week by the way if you uh, are a big tool fan you have to win them go find our pre-show post okay it's up on twitter i give away when we're playing the song and give you some hints on that speaking of hints this might have some connection to when stop it it's flea's birthday today he's the bass player for this band the red hot chili peppers such a dick. On air, online, and on our app. Welcome to the locker room. Odd that you get a poignant moment from somebody like Pete Davidson with respect to what's happening in um, in the Gaza Strip yeah. and in Israel right now. But it happened. It was the opening for Saturday Night Live this past weekend. And I think anybody who's listened to the show know my thoughts about Pete Davidson. Mm-hmm. But I think credit where credit due. I'm just going to play the whole thing. Okay. It's it's not long. It's just the opening. It's less than two minutes. And I don't know, man. I I was really impressed when I saw it. Somebody sent mm-hmm. it to me on uh, Twitter. This week, we saw the horrible images and stories from Israel and Gaza. And I know what you're thinking. Who better to comment on it than Pete Davidson? <laughs> Well, uh, in a lot of ways, uh, I am a good person to talk about it because when I was seven years old, uh, my dad was killed in a terrorist attack. So I know something about what that's like. Um, I saw so many terrible pictures this week of children suffering, uh, Israeli children and Palestinian children. And uh, it took me back to a really horrible, horrible place. And, um, you know, no one in this world deserves to suffer like that, you know, especially not kids, you know. Um, After my dad died, my mom tried uh, pretty much everything she could do to cheer me up. I remember one day when I was eight, 
Uh, she got me what she thought was a Disney movie, uh, but it was actually the Eddie Murphy stand-up special, Delirious. Uh, and we played it in the car on the way home, and, and when she heard the things Eddie Murphy was saying, uh, she tried to take it away. Um, but then she noticed something. Uh, for the first time in, in a long time, I, I was laughing again. Um, I don't understand it. Uh, I really don't, and I never will, but sometimes comedy is really the only way forward through tragedy. Um, you know, my heart is with everyone whose lives have been destroyed uh, this week. Um, but tonight, I'm going to do what I've always done in the face of tragedy, and that's try to be funny. Um, remember, I said try. <laughs> and live from New York, it's Saturday night. Good for him. Yeah, that was good. That was very Sometimes impressive. it's, you know, when you don't expect it from somebody, it's it's better. It's more. Makes it more of a point, it's I guess. It's more palatable. Yes, yeah. yes. More poignant. Yeah. Yeah. And then he did his stand-up, and it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> the Locker Room. Okay, we're calling Dean Blondell, Cryer Media, Cryer.co. Good morning. I had a tweet this weekend that said... I wonder if Leaf fans will be annoying this season. Uh, why would that be any different? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty pretty much the same every year, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you know okay, we're, we're the um, Blunt. we're that entitled fan base that like you know gets a Christmas gift, um, you know, underneath the tree. It's a beautiful morning. Mom and dad, you know, around the tree. Everybody's like excited. You get the fireplace going. And Leaf fans are that snotty-nosed little prick kid that opens up the gift and starts crying because it's not big enough or not good enough, and it happens every year. That's us. Although, I will say this. There is some room for optimism if you're a Leafs fan. They have no defense. (laughs) (laughs) They got no goaltending. You know, you're the only guy I know that can, like, call me at... 7.30 7.30 in the morning <laughs> after a torrid start to the season for the Leafs win in overtime. Matthews with two hat tricks and two games to start the year. They look good, you're the only person. You're, you're the, yeah, dude, you're the only person that can call me and go, yeah, but where's the defense, bro? <laughs> Actually, like, you know where I saw that? I haven't even watched any Leaf games. Was Bob McCowan was saying that they're bar- going to struggle to make the playoffs because they got no defense. <laughs> wow, that's the Oilers. Man, that game, I mean, let's just take uh Wednesday's the season opener out of it. Saturday, that was that was hard to watch. That was mm. I, I, Yeah, two games though, guys. Like that's the yeah. thing. I'd love yeah. to sit here and mock you, but, you know, and I will. <laughs> but, you know, it's like it's two games. If these two games happened in, you know, November, December, you'd be like, whatever, it's two games. But two games to start the year when like, you know, five out of every six, you know, NHL pundit picked the Oilers to win the cup to start the year. It's it's a bit of a shock, but dude, you're still stacked. It's still other than goaltending and not having any, you're still really good. Yeah. Yeah. I actually think they're gonna get rid of Campbell. At some point they've gotta they've gotta make a move. They gotta they gotta get, get him out of here. Your opinion has changed in two games. Before the season, Locke said he looked at, at Jack Campbell's 
Instagram and he was on vacation. So he yeah. th- saw that as a positive sign. He looked really <laughs> relaxed in Costa Rica. <laughs> it only took yeah. two games. <laughs> I love how Lachlan arrives at his like his NHL knowledge, right? He's like, Oh, I saw his, his vacation shots on Insta. It looked awesome. it looked like he went down there and found himself. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I feel again, I mean, I feel sorry for him. What did he get pulled yeah. twenty seven minutes into the first game after having a great preseason and yeah, and might be one of the nicest guys in the world. What I don't understand is how a team like the Oilers, and it's not just the Oilers, right? It's you know the Leafs. They're doing the same thing with with Wall and and Samsonov. How you could have so much promise up front, two or three lines, like watching the Leafs retool with Domi, Bertuzzi, etc. And the same thing with the Oilers, right? You know how you can just like pretend that that you have goaltending. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. You have to go out and do something at this point. Both teams do. Yeah, we we uh, we have that disease here as well. Yeah. I, I think, though, that we're better positioned for a, a season of disappointment <laughs> in Edmonton than you are in Toronto. Um, and, oh. and the reason behind that is because of all the – all the 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 preseason conversation about the, it, even the even the center of the universe sports donkeys were going. I think the Edmonton team's going to go all the way, and I'm like, oh my god, you curse us! Stop talking. So we're oh, mad god, at them. Good. We're mad at them when they when they're delusional and they want the you know the worst team in the NHL to win the cup, and then when we when they say that they're they're gonna. You know that Edmonton's going to go all the way. We're mad at them. I mean, that's just being a sports fan. I think. Well, I don't know if you looked around, but uh, we're uh, we're not a smart people. Uh, you know, like sports fans are not a smart people. No, they're these emotional people who like you know get geared up for a game in the playoffs and have to watch it with one eye open from the kitchen because we can't stand it, even though we're wearing our scarves and our shirts. Right? Like it's. It's amazing because we're in such an emotional time, but you got to temper that emotion right now. You know, like I watched everybody freak out yesterday because Austin Matthews had a couple of hat tricks and they won big, uh, you know, their second game, won, a, won their first game, which they shouldn't have. And it's like copper bust here, but we still don't have goaltending. We still don't really have a fourth and fifth pair, sorry, second and third pairing defense. We, so we've got like a 40-year-old Giordano who's <laughs> yeah. one of your most important players. So there's like glaring issues here, but that's what the season's for, right? Like, yeah. you know, I, I love the overreaction though, especially coming out of Edmonton because of all the punditry and that's what kills yeah. a lot of teams, right? You go into the year and you're like, oh my God, we're going to win, you're right. Every Elliot Friedman and Nick Kiprios pick the Oilers. <laughs> yay, yay, yay. It doesn't matter. I mean, you still have to play the games, and they still don't have goaltending, much like the Leafs. But great start to the season, specifically with you and me, Locke. We'll have a good rip on the podcast <laughs> today for sure. It is. It's It's going to be fun because I think we're all going to lose our minds, right? And then watch the Sens make the playoffs or something like that to make it even worse. Or, or, or Vancouver. Watch that happen. Watch Vancouver uh, finish ahead of the, the Leafs and the Oilers. And take a run at the cup. <laughs> you know what? It's funny. I don't even care. It's like I love the Leafs, love the Oilers because I grew up in Alberta, St. Paul. Big shout out. What's up, St. Paul? Um, but I just want a Canadian team. It's been 30 years yeah. since a Canadian team won the Stanley Cup. Like I read that last week and I thought, 
has it really been 30 years? And I remember reading a news like, you know, 31 years ago where it's like, oh, it's going to be like forever until another Canadian team wins the Stanley Cup. And it's amazing how prescient that was. 30 years, dude. Yeah. 30 years. Yeah, so it, I, I'm, it's, it's time. Canada or bust at some point. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, there he is, Dean Blundell, Cryer Media. See you, boys. Cryer.co. Have a good day. Three, two, Jimmy at the movies. I shall call him Minnie. It's like Minnie at the movies, but shorter. Jimmy, what movie did you watch? The Sandman. Is he gone? Who? The Sandman. He followed me. Honey, it's it's just you and me here. I promise. Was it scary? Stupid movie. It was stupid. Yeah, it sounds stupid. It's like there was some startling moments, but it was one of the dumbest things. Who was the actress that we? Or, uh, it was Tobin Bell, right? Tobin Bell. Uh, yeah, ha- Haley. Uh, Duff. 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 Hillary or, Duff. Hey, no, no, but no, her sister Haley oh. was in this. <laughs> okay, Haley Duff. <laughs> Uh, she was okay, but it was such a dumb movie. Like her yeah. nightmares, like she she conjured up the Sandman and it killed people, and, and then the military tried to turn it into a weapon. And of course, that's what you do. Yeah, that's what they would do because <laughs> it's always smart to mess with the paranormal. There was, <laughs> there was some parts that were just so unbelievable and stupid, like that when that social worker remember that part where. That really bothered me, where she was trying to take the girl, and then this, the aunt said no. She saw the aunt go out the back door. She see, she snuck in the house to go steal the yeah. girl. Yeah, like that's so unbelievable and so st- illegal. Like there, it was just there's so many parts like so that. So didn't scare you at all? Not really. I don't think I watched the same movie as you. Well, I there's watched a few Sandman. Yeah, the one that I watched is didn't have Hillary didn't Duff have in that it? in it. And yeah, and Hillary Duff wasn't in it. <laughs> it was Haley Duff. <laughs> Did it have a little girl that was having dreams? Uh, there's. Uh, you were no, watching the different Sandman. Yeah, there's a few Sandman. <laughs> it started out with these girls making a fake documentary about a serial killer. That's what I watched. Okay, no. That's not the, the right movie? Totally different movie. Okay, I, I thought it was wrong. And Anyway, I... There's also a TV series about it. Yeah. Maybe that's the, what I ended up watching. The the guy... I just yelled at my remote. Uh, what's, <laughs> like, what's what's the guy's uh, the guy that we did? He was the military guy. The, the one that played in the last movie. Whatever his name was. What? The, the, what are you? Tobin our jump Bell. off. Uh, Tobin Bell was Jigsaw. Uh, was uh, in Jigsaw the, okay. was he, okay. in the other one, and he was uh, like a military scientist in this one. So what do we have? Like we'll do this in the nine, but so uh, there's a, an actor, Sean Sipos. He's from he, Victoria, actually, in that movie, and he was in Texas Chainsaw, uh, okay, Final yeah. Destination. That'll probably be where because we got to um, stay on the. Yeah, horror he was movies. the idiot boyfriend. It was a total dick. He's been in a few. Um, okay. So there's some options there to go from here because we got to connect it. Yeah. Yeah. We have to, with the Jimmy at the movies this year, we've been doing the six degrees of separation. And, so, and trying to keep it all, right, all we'll horror. Jot his name down. Yeah, and he'll we'll, probably be our next step. So we'll deal with that. And I uh, gave it a one. It's a one. one. Yeah. Wow. Look at you. Old harsh on Sandman. <laughs> one buttered Tabor 
Cob of corn. Get ready. You're about to play to win Jimmy's cash. You're going to lose, please. I don't know about that. I feel good about Ron. Ron? Yes. How you doing today, brother? I'm well. Yourself? We're doing good. We're doing good. We've explained the contest to you. It's win Jimmy's cash. 25 seconds. Five questions. If you nail them all, 500 bucks. We need full names if it's a question about a person. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ron, are you ready to go? I'm ready. Grant Johnson, are you ready to go? Let's do it. Three, two, one. What was the name of the band Michael Jackson was in with his four brothers? Jackson 5. In 2013, the Canadian Mint stopped making what coin? Uh, Looney. What band does Flea play bass for? Uh. How did Kim Kardashian become famous? <laughs> what artist is headlining the Super Bowl this year? Yeah. Uh, they stopped. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Say bye-bye to my bucks, baby. Better luck next time. They stopped making the penny, not the loony. Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, he plays bass for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. She became famous for her sex tape. And Usher is headlining the Super Bowl. Today was tough. It was a tough one. Yeah, it's yeah, a tough t- Monday. T- today you had to pay yeah. attention to current events, I think. Yeah. And listen to all the hints that Locke gave throughout the I entire morning. I did not give morning. out. No, hold on. You, How you many gave hints the, you I... gave the flea. You gave the flea hint. I didn't say anything. Yes, all you I... did. You said the bass player flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers. And then we played a Red Hot Chili Peppers song. I didn't say it had anything to do with when Jimmy's and cash. I, uh, you kind of hinted yeah. as it might have Ron, something to do with... were you listening at 5.50 this morning? No, I wasn't. Exactly. No. <laughs> yeah, put that in your <laughs> pipe and smoke it. All right, Ron. You can keep trying, okay? Better luck next Maybe. time. Thanks, boys. Yeah, again, tough round of questions this morning. Mark said, Buddy doesn't know sex tapes. He's just not cultured (laughs) enough for this show. (laughs) The Locker Room presents The Grant Report. Brought to you by Battle Rattle Tactical Supplies. Supplying the front line since 2016. Now, Grant Johnson. Well, here we are. Two games into a new NHL season. And we're already ready to blow this entire thing up. Lose a couple games to the Canucks, and we are ready to fire the coach, <laughs> trade D- Dreisaitl for prospects, and blow up Rogers' place and move back to Northlands. <laughs> and you know, it doesn't help that the Leafs have won their first two games, and Austin Matthews is going to score a hat-trick every game this season. <laughs> He's still overpaid, by the way. I think if the Leafs didn't start 2-0... and we wouldn't be so concerned about the Oilers losing the first two. Sure. Honestly, if the Leafs like lost one, won one, we'd be like, ah, it's two games, doesn't matter, they'll figure it out. But no, the Leafs had to win twice. I don't know if Jay Woodcroft listens to this show. He probably does. Why wouldn't he? But I do have a strategy to turn this season around. Before it's too late, there's still some time to salvage this season. Get it on, Woody. Just get more power plays. <laughs> The Oilers score a lot of goals on the power play, so just get more of those. Come on, McDavid. Dive once in a while for this team. The Grant Report is brought to you by our locker room merchandise. Yes, we have merch, and yes, it's comfy. Text us now to get your official Edmonton Glory Holes tote bag. The Locker Room. Sad news. If you missed it, we lost Suzanne Summers on the weekend. Yeah. She died at the age of 76. Had a, a lengthy battle with cancer. 
I was surprised by 76. I don't know why. It shouldn't surprise me. Would have been 77 today. Oh, really? Yeah, that's today's your birthday. That's crazy. So, um, I did know that she battled breast cancer, though. Didn't she have breast cancer for like 23 years? Was it that long? An wow. aggressive form of breast cancer for 23 years. She she battled it. So that's brutal. Um, yeah. Yeah. Long life. She. We were looking because we were like, hey, how long was she on Three's Family for? So there was eight seasons of of um, no, Three's Company. Three's, yeah, Three's Company. Um, so there was eight seasons. She was on five of them. Towards the end, I think she wanted a bigger contract, and they just told her no. And yeah, she was making all that thigh master money. I don't know why she needed that show. <laughs> Do you have a? Did you ever have a pair of that thigh master in the house? Jimmy has no, one now. No, my, my <laughs> Jimmy's I think all this old school workout gear. I think gear one of my one of my aunts did. I remember being at my aunt's house, and they had at some point in my life. I remember that that stupid machine being in one of my. I don't know what, yeah, or who or why, but I have a memory of that thing, that V shaped thing in my in one of. In a place I was visiting, or yeah, me too. Like it's, it was a big thing. Like yeah. I, I remember that thing being pretty huge. She must have made good money off of it. I'm sure she did. Um, she made okay. So do you remember the video? She told they were they were aggressive. She told CNBC that she stopped counting how many thigh masters she sold after the 10 million milestone. Dude, I'm telling you, they were uh, everywhere. She later revealed on a podcast that she had pulled in $300 million in Thighmaster sales over the years. That's like, yeah, everybody had one. Like, I, I bet you even some fr- friends of well, mine you do did. The, you do the, um, what do you call, thrifting all the time. Do you, ever, yeah. do you ever see them? I've never seen one. Surprising. I bet people hold on to them now. They're probably like collector's items. I wonder. I wonder yeah. if it is. Yeah, well, she sold... It kind of loses, of yeah, yeah. It loses its um, its value when every household had one. If we get a if we get a hold of one, though, we should do one, something where one of us has to do it for a year every day. <laughs> Part of our celebrity death pool yeah. challenge. <laughs> you got a thigh master every morning. <laughs> anyway. If anybody has a thigh master, please let us know. Let us know. Drop it off at the station. Time now for James P. White's Monday Morning Motivation. Do it. Just do it. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Yesterday you said tomorrow. So just do it. Make your dreams come true. Just do it. Have a great day, everyone. And thank you for listening to The Locker Room. The Locker Room, only on cruise. We should probably warn people about this this next story. Like, if you're uh, sensitive to these types of... Like, if you're the kind of guy that can't watch those videos, mm-hmm. the guys on the skateboard doing the rails and then falling and then... They take one to the junk, yeah. This is not the story for you. This was in <laughs> Italy, right? An Italian motorcyclist was left in excruciating pain after a motorcycle crash dislodged his testicle and sent it into his body. They said it's a balls-deep study. <laughs> They called it a rare and traumatic event. And, uh, yeah. 
reportedly right occurred one. after the unidentified 20-something yeah. patient got into a motorcycle accident in Italy, which caused his right genitalia to become dislocated. Yeah, so the right so, one popped out of place and went up into his stomach. So the thing about this story that I was kind of a little bit confused about, so I guess they're attached, right? Mm-hmm. Like when they say when they say it dislodged, it became it be it, like it was removed from whatever connection it had inside the. I, I listen. I know there's it tubes forced and the stuff. gonad out of the scrotum and through the canal, a small passageway in your groin, before finally settling in the abdomen. <laughs> Holy <laughs> crap! <laughs> but what I'm saying is, did it remain connect? Like, did the tubes and everything? I think so. Yeah. Stay on it. Yeah, I believe because so. Because according to the story, it sounds like not only was it like pushed up into the guy's stomach, but it was also it was physically. Uh, like it became unattached mm-hmm. and then got pushed up. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Would you ever um, get back on a bike again? No, I'm thinking about never getting on a bike again just from reading this story. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> um, I know someone that it wasn't a bike accident, but they were walking across like a, a log and, and they sl- and fell. And, is this when you were in and, the circus? No. <laughs> like, and, and it pushed to... Pushed one Oof. of them up inside him, Oof. and it eventually dropped back out again. They didn't go in, and that's the other question. So, like, what do they have to do? do they, they did a, a procedure called an orchidopecky. I don't know. They use it for kids. You know when kids' testes don't drop, and they have a procedure to get them down? Okay. Um, so they did the same thing to him. They said six months after the accident, the man's equipment returned to normal and didn't impact his hormone or uh, production of, of swimmers. Wow. Um, so, yeah, he was very lucky, they said. I know someone who got kicked one time, and um, it was ruptured, Oof. and he didn't go to the doctor for a couple of weeks and just thought he would, like, walk it off. Mm-hmm. Walk it off! As you do, yeah. And uh, he ended up, by the time he went to the doctor, whatever, like, think about Mm -hmm. your nut. It was exploded. And then there was, like, scar tissue or whatever. So they had to remove it. And then they put in, like, a fake one Mm, in there. Metal ones. I've heard of that one. I don't know if I've heard of... uh, (laughs) I don't know if I've heard of... The the balls going up. Mark very said it often. happened to him. Really? Mark said, "I've been there. It was my left one, and it sucked." Yeah, yeah. That has got to be painful. Like the person I know it happened to. He was like younger, like he was like twelve, thirteen, and still, he, that's painful. Oh that's yeah, awful. but but he was still able to have kids. He had a couple kids. Okay. After. The, one works better. I think they both fire like bullets, but I think one. Like, is the main pump. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh boy. How are we not doing this as a doctor law? You explaining how wrong. your balls work. Google it. Google it. One, like, how, is one of your nuts a pump? One, no, one. <laughs> and and I, the other one's this. <laughs> one pumps more than the other one in that regard, so you can get away with it. Well, just feel down there. They, well, I know that you, like, I have a friend who lost one. And he had kids. He had lots of kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think it's. 
I think it's the left one that is. I the, don't know if that's real. I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I think it's just that you can get by with one, but I don't think yeah, it's that I don't, one I don't doesn't think do anything. One that pushes no, and one that wrong. pulls. I'm not wrong. You are wrong. wrong. Yeah. One, one pumps more than the other one. One pumps the other and the other one pulls. The other one's uh, there for suction. <laughs> This is The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Very exciting. It's time now for Spanish Lessons with Little Juan, who will be fighting Friday, November 3rd. Oh, yeah. Monster Pro Wrestling. Monster Pro MPW. The Rippin' Royal. What is it? Rippers. The Ripper. Ripper Royal. The Rippers Royals. Yeah. Brought to you it's by Ripper Royal Pizza. is the name of the event. fighting Pedro the Prankster. Pedro Prankster. All right. Now... All this week, we are actually there's a there's a goal at the end of this week with the Spanish lessons, and that is to work up to the point where he can call a local restaurant mm-hmm. that might have somebody there that's Spanish, okay, and order in Spanish and get us some food for the for the locker room. Okay, so what's your first phrase? Okay, you want the English? English first. English first. My name is Little Juan. What is your name? Okay, all right. Mi nombre a Little Juan. Sue a tu nombre. That's not too bad. That sounded okay, didn't it? <laughs> My name is Little That's Juan. What do. is your name? Say it again, one more time. Mi nombre a Little Juan. Sue a tu nombre. Okay, there you so go. another phrase tomorrow that will lead us to the possibility of you ordering some food for the locker room um, in Spanish. That would be awesome. What can go wrong? we got to pick a restaurant, too. Yeah, there's some good ones. Yeah. 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 Three, two, the locker rooms. Jimmy at the movies. I shall call him Minnie. like minute at the movies but shorter this year it's a six degrees of separation with jimmy at the movies so we'll sort of give you an idea of why we're we're at where we're at we got lucky and ended up on kevin dylan who was in the blob a movie he did in the late 80s and mm-hmm. the reason why i say lucky is because in october we always try to do the scary movies for jimmy to watch and and, and I do as well. From the blob, Shawnee Smith was in that with him, and she was in all the Saw movies. She's yeah. freaky in the in the Saw. Oh, tans. she's psycho. Yeah. Anyway, I don't think that was her real hair either. No, she usually has lighter brown hair. That was a wig, I think. They actually do that a lot in movies and TVs. Wear wigs. That one was when they're like filming, filming multiple things and stuff. There, I think she shaved yeah. her eyebrows in that saw tan as well, <laughs> which is not a good look. No. Um, so we jumped from saw tan into Tobin Bell, who plays Jigsaw John Kramer, mm-hmm. and that ended up uh, getting us to the Sandman, which Jimmy watched this weekend. I attempted to watch it, but I watched the wrong movie. I think a little disappointing. Um, like it wasn't scary for Jimmy or anything, which is kind of a waste, right? We want him to be scared. No, we don't so necessarily much. need that. So we've we've landed on a guy by the name of Sean Sippos. Um, he is known, Canadian, right? Uh, he's from Victoria. He's been in a bunch of TV series. He was in the reboot of Melrose Place. I know you and your wife are big fans of Melrose Place. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> you were. You said that. Or was Sex in the about. City. Which no, I'm, no. <laughs> you're such a Samantha. <laughs> we, we watched The Young and the Restless oh. together. 
I thought you were into Melrose Place. No! Um, I wasn't into Melrose Place. He has been in some scary movies. So okay. he was in the second Grudge movie. Oh, no. He was in a Texas Chainsaw movie. That's actually... Have you done any of the We've Texas Chainsaw? We've done one of them, I think. I think I had to do one. I think you did the one with um, Jessica Biel in it. Um, this was the one that was... Or you did the... Yeah, I think it was that one. Um, so this is a different what one. What else have we got? Um, so The Grudge, Texas Chainsaw. Um, he was also in... Um, there's a bunch. Stoic was on. I don't know. The remaining... I see, I don't know a bunch of these other ones, but... Final Destination 2 he was in. Okay. Um, that's a pretty scary movie. Have you watched any of the Final Destination? I don't I, no. I know nothing about those I movies. I haven't seen any of the Final, Final Destination. Destination 1 freaked me out so much when it came out. Really? The first one. I don't remember the second one. Because the first one is like... So the point of the movie is, we're all going to die somehow. These people in this movie... Um, get like a vision of what's about to happen to them and they avoid it. So like the guy's driving down the road, he gets a vision of the pipes coming off the back of a semi and killing him. So then when he kind of wakes up, he avoids that death. Okay. But the point of the movie is death is going to get you anyways. So for the whole movie, death is trying to get them. And there's more than a couple of these Final Destinations, right? Yeah, there's a few. Yeah, yeah. I'm not watching all of them. I'm just watching one. Is that is that a good place to land? Like who's in I would, these? I would say Texas Chainsaw or The Grudge is better. Okay. Yeah. Have we made you watch a Grudge? Because there's more than one of those too, right? I think. I don't think who's so. Who's in those? Because the, so again, in the need in the Grudge too, um, Sarah Michelle Gellar's in it. Oh, that's yeah. Um, there's there's a few people that yeah can jump off. And them. she did a bunch of B mm-hmm. movies. Okay. The Grudge. Oh, uh, the actress from The Ring is in it, too, so we can circle back to The Ring. We're not doing The Ring again. <laughs> I already did The Ring. I'm so, not doing a second Ring. The Grudge, I, too. I'm not, I'm not doing The I Ring, will, either. If, if we do The Ring, I think I might have to give my two weeks' notice to the boss. <laughs> all right, are you ready? The we're Grudge, too. The Grudge, The Grudge, too. Oh. I love how we're doing all sequels to this. <laughs> you found The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Have you ever uh, had a pit stick that stopped working for you? No, you know I don't really have issues with the uh, with the armpits. Really, so I can go stretches without even wearing pit stick and and not notice it and, and not have others notice it too. Because <laughs> really, we've yeah. talked about that with me is I've had. I'm dealing with it right now. Yeah, because. I've had some, and the one I'm using right now seems to work as long as no, I don't take my shirt off. No, no it's, it's not. not. You've working. been really bad the last week. It's not working at all. When I take my shirt off. <laughs> but even that would be your... a sign that it's not working. Yeah. Even with your shirt on, you've been coming in pretty smelly the last yeah, you, couple weeks. You've been a little bright. <laughs> it's, 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 I don't know if it's a season. I don't know what it is with you. Like, I, I, I mean, I, I will bring it up if it's bad. Like, I've said to you, I think I sent you a text last week. I said, you're doing the all... We have these Friday meetings mm-hmm. where um, everybody gets together, kumbaya, they hold hands and sing songs. Eat some and, chicken. And, and eat some chicken. And uh, so Jimmy uh, goes to the occasional uh, meeting and... It's free food. And um, and I I left and I was in the car and I'm, I'm like, he's going to all hands. So I text. Actually, I might even call you. One of one, yeah, you called me. <laughs> you're, you're like, Jimmy. our big our big boss is going to be there. Uh, well, yeah, might... I saw the big boss wandering around the halls, and I'm like, yeah. Jimmy, 
is like eye watering bad today. Mm-hmm. Go put some pit stick on and maybe flip that shirt out. So he did. Now Jimmy is um, is a lot of energy in a small package. I think is part of the problem. Yeah. Right. Uh, I don't know if, if if people know a lot about dwarfism, but you have all the same your organs, your all the, your blood vessels, everything the, is all the, the same. The amount of skin, everything is pretty much yeah is the same as but in a smaller package. So I think that sort of contributes to him. Um, having it being a little more ripe than than the average bloke it could be yeah right um so occasionally we'll have to like just and and again I don't I've I, I've had uh, I've been not dealing, doing it to be no mean. but I've been dealing with that because you know we've talked about this and I've had family members I, don't, I know I wasn't going to get any help with my issue <laughs> <laughs> no but it's, you might because we're talking about that like I tried the one. And it's now failing me. I tried that one from Amazon. So I was I was looking up tips on what's going on. Like if you notice all of a sudden you're smelling more. Last couple uh, months. So they said you could be going through a detox phase. Oh, that's not happening. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, have you quit drinking lately? Uh, so there's that one. Uh, they said you could have bacteria forming in your underarm um, that okay. you need to treat. Um, to combat, so use an antibacterial soap before you put your deodorant on. Um, that could be a thing. Uh, it, are you putting it on a damp underarm? Like, are you getting out of the shower? You're yeah. still wet. See, that could be an issue. Um, another yeah, thing, you got to make sure your armpits are dry. Well, that's one thing I saw that was weird. Was they I were, didn't know that they were saying if you're really smelly, um, to put deodorant on when you go to bed, and it helps. So, like, you brush your teeth, you're getting ready for bed, brush your teeth, put some deodorant on, and then go to sleep. And apparently something to do with nighttime deodorant wearing helps, huh. helps people with their smell. I've never heard that before. Um, I, um, but this is I, when I was so must When I right. was young, I, I, and I started going in, like, getting into sports, like, regular sports mm-hmm. in school, when I hit puberty, and I, I was doing everything. I was basketball team. I was on the softball team. I was on the volleyball team. I, I mean, there was a period of time there I was on the cross-country running team, which makes no <laughs> sense. But. We've seen you run. <laughs> it wasn't pretty. No. But um, I, I've always been a major sweater. And um, I, the only thing that worked for me when I was a kid, because I used to stink, mm-hmm. like I used to stink up my, my gym bag, my hockey gear, everything just reeked. And I, the only thing that ever worked for me was antiperspirant. Like I had to and use. See, that makes me sweat more. Somehow. Really? Okay. Yeah. See, I, I had to, and for years I was using that. And then I started to have issues where I was getting, my pits were getting pl- clogged. Oh yeah. And a couple of years ago, I switched to the to Native. It's um, yeah. it's a, a natural deodorant, and I've been ordering that, and that seemed to work quite well. Working? But the last couple of months, it's done. It, it's not working at I all. I use the Everyman Jack deodorant. And that's the that one doesn't I, work for that's me. That's the one that no? I got so that one to try. To work. Okay. And it worked for a little bit. I have a stick of that, and like I, I used it for a week. And Doesn't then, work for you? Eh? No, no. I had to throw it out. It, mm. It's like it's. But pointless. I don't get the charcoal one. You were using charcoal, weren't you? No, I, no? I bought a couple of different ones of that mm. one because I was trying. Like I before I got onto the native stuff, I tried a, a bunch of different, and some of them didn't work. Yeah, it's getting to the point now where I have to. I have to reapply a couple of times a day. Just carry a bottle of Axe with you. Let's see, have you tried that <laughs> Doctor Squatcher? <laughs> Careful. 
<laughs> no, don't repeat that. I'll no, look that's what that. it's called. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'm told so. it's supposed to be good. Okay. All right. All right. We'll look into that one. Jimmy shouldn't use natural, by the way. Use no. all the chemicals, yeah, Jimmy. No, you need. Use yeah. Whatever will Lie. be the trick. Yeah. Lie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I might just want to roll around. <laughs> this is Show Local. Some love. We have Dale from Jeff's Auto Glass on with us again. Welcome back, Dale. Hello. How are you folks doing? doing Very good. Doing good. Dale, you guys have made some changes since the last time we talked to you. A big move. Where is Jeff's Auto Glass located now? <laughs> yeah, correct. We did move, but we actually wasn't a, wasn't a big move. We're in the same building complex. Uh, we're at 15015 118th Ave. We're just about four, uh, three doors down from where we were. So new location, same great service. And I noticed that you get you can get a quote if you go online for a replacement uh, windshield, right? Yep, correct. Uh, we You can go online. You can get a quote for your uh, windshield. You can call us uh, to get a quote, or you can come in and get a quote. Either way, no matter how you do it, we'll uh, make sure you get uh, what you're looking for. Can you tell us about the uh, Gift a Windshield program? Yeah. Uh, so basically, uh, we've got a program where you can buy somebody a uh, gift certificate uh, that will go toward the installation of a windshield for, for a loved one or a friend or whatever. You know, if you see somebody who's got that particularly uh, cracked Alberta windshield, you can uh, <laughs> you can give them a gift of a new windshield for Christmas or birthdays or anything like that. And at Jeff's Auto Glass, you handle all makes and models. You'll even replace sunroofs? Yeah, so basically we, we look after all makes and models, including the uh, big tractor-trailer trucks and uh, that type of stuff. As far as sunroofs goes, yeah, we uh, we look after trying to uh, install used or new sunroofs, depending on the client's taste. Okay. Uh, yeah, so if we can find a used one and that's what a customer prefers, we'll do that. If they want a new one, we'll get one from the dealer and we'll put that in. Jeff's Auto Glass has been around since 1983, and you're also very proud of the fact that it's been a family-owned business right from day one. One of the things that we were talking about on the show, Dale, was that winter's coming up, and people have to start thinking about preparing their vehicle for winter. It's probably not a bad idea to get that that Alberta windshield replaced before winter, before the major shifts in the in the temperature. Is that is that a thing? Actually, to be honest, you can install a new windshield at any time of the okay. year. Uh, winter doesn't stop. Uh, we can we can do it at any point at any time. Uh, now, if you decide you want to wait for spring or or do it in the fall before winter, that's fine too. It's a, really a customer's preference. Where should we send people for more information? Yeah, you can uh, you can send them to Jeff's Auto Glass, uh, our website, or you can. Uh, get them to give our uh, uh, office a call. It's it's really whatever somebody's more comfortable with. Our phone number is 780-451-5727. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Makes you seem pretty put together by comparison, hey? Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.